The first loyal customers of Mariano's, brace yourselves. It's possible that your grocery store might lose its name and be forced to transform into something new. Kroger, which is the parent company of Mariano's, is selling off some of its assets in order to win approval for its merger with another giant in the grocery industry, Albertsons, a.k.a. the parent company of Jewel. Now, one of those assets is the Mariano's name and potentially 14 physical locations here in our area. So here with the details is Crane Chicago business reporter Ali Marathi. Hey, Ali, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. So before we dive into this latest piece of news, Ali, remind us, why did Kroger and Albertsons want to merge in the first place? Yeah, so it's basically just, you know, an attempt to get bigger so that they can better compete with Walmart, which is the largest seller of grocery in the country. You know, Kroger is a huge grocery store in and of itself. So is Albertsons, Beyond Jewel, and Mariano's. They own stores across the whole country in a lot of different markets. So they wanted to just shore up the markets they weren't in and be able to get that buying power that comes from just being bigger. I see. Where are we at in the merger process right now? So it's still working its way through. This is one that everyone, as everyone kind of suggested, that the FTC would be taking a really close look at. The FTC has been scrutinizing these mega mergers in all different industries really closely lately, and it's no different here. So one of the reasons that they are selling the Mariano's name and so many of their physical locations is because they want the FTC to um, kind of step down from their antitrust concerns a little bit, sort of to assuage those fears. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about what's happening right now. So Kroger, uh, the parent company of Mariano's and Food for Less, it's planning on selling 14 of the stores in Illinois as well as the Mariano's name. Why is this happening? Yeah, so just again, it's to um, you know try to assuage some of those antitrust fears. The company that's buying the 413 stores that Kroger and Albertsons are selling around the country is CNS Wholesale Grocers. It's the parent company of Piggly Wiggly. So by bringing in a company that's not already in the certain markets, we don't have any Piggly Wigglies in the Chicago area, for example, right? Right. The Kroger and Albertsons are hoping to kind of say, okay, here we are kind of giving strength another big grocery player here, which means we won't be the two big dominant players. Okay. Uh, what else do we need to know at this point? I mean, do we know whether all 14 of the Kroger-owned stores uh, that will be sold, that they are Mariano's? Do we know that for sure? That's a great question. We do not know that for sure. All we know is that there are 14 Kroger-owned stores, so it could be Mariano's, could be the Food for Less that you mentioned. Um, there are 44 Mariano's locations in the Chicago area and about 10 Food for Less locations. So some of those, 14 out of that, right, we don't know exactly what they will be. But, you know, if we kind of deduced, if there are 14 Mariano stores, we know that 30 will remain within Kroger's um, ownership. And that means 30 locations would have to change their name. And, again, we don't know what they would change the name to. Would they make them into Jewel Osco's? Would they make them into Kroger? Mm -hmm. Some other brand that, you know, Albertsons or Kroger owns. So there's a lot that's still up in the air here. Wow. Um, and so this isn't just Mariano's that will be impacted here. So it looks like this isn't just happening in Illinois, but it's happening across the country as well. Over 400 stores with brand names like QFC, and cars, along with Mariano's, are all being sold to CNS wholesale grocers. Remind us, who is CNS? Yeah, so they um, operate Grand Union uh, and Piggly Wiggly stores. Okay. I think Piggly Wiggly is the brand that people here would be more familiar with. I see. And uh, 
I'm curious if you're surprised by this move. I know you cover this sort of thing, but does any portion of this this deal here, this possible merger, shock you? Yeah, I was a little surprised that they were selling off the Mariana's name for sure. You know, this is this is a deal that was announced almost a year ago, last October, and I've been talking to experts, you know, in the months since then, and a lot of them say that consumers are very loyal to the place that they shop for groceries. You know, I mean, just imagine if Mariana's you shop at suddenly becomes a Jewel Osco. You're not going to be happy. So it's something that I think was not super expected. I've talked to a few experts since this news came out on Friday that said, you know, Kroger and Albertsons are very savvy. They have a lot of data on their customers. They must have calculated all of this, right, and mm-hmm. thought, okay, to, we need to include this Mariano's brand in this deal because it is so valuable, you know. So um, another thing that could happen, too, is it, this is something where, who knows what the buyers would do with the Mariano's name, you know? And right. I don't know. So I think that that part is really interesting. I think that, like I said, there's still a lot that we don't know. But that definitely was the the most shocking part for me. I also was expecting them to sell off more stores in the Chicago area just because there are, you know, Chicago is one of the areas where Jewel and, um, and Kroger Mariano's overlap the most in the country. We're seeing them sell a lot out in Oregon and on the West Coast, but – um, it seemed like there was a lot of overlap here, but I think it just goes to show when people, when the FTC, when whoever is looking at where is the competitive advantage happening, like wh- what is, you know, what does the competition look like among grocery mm-hmm. stores? Chicago is so nuanced and so hyper-local. So just because you have a Jewel and a Mariano's right next to each other doesn't mean that that would be all that's there, if that makes sense. There are a lot of independent grocery stores, all these, Trader Joe's, a lot of that in Chicago that probably is factored in here. Uh, Ali, I understand the, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission could still sue to block the merger, right? Yes, they could. And we see that happen a lot with these big deals. What that typically would look like is, you know, basically them ordering Jewel or Albertsons and Kroger to offload more stores, for example. Mm-hmm. So what if the FTC doesn't allow the Albertsons transaction? Like, would the stores essentially be sold for nothing? That's a great question. Um, No, they wouldn't be sold for nothing. Basically, Kroger's CEO has said he is ready for a courtroom showdown over this. (laughs) And um, so who knows what lengths they'll go to. But typically it would just be them kind of saying, okay, so if, if we've sold off over 400 stores now, how many more do we need to sell off to make this deal go through? So my point here is that they are very adamant to get this deal through the FTC. Mm, it seems okay. like they're kind of willing to do what they, they need to do to get it done. So where are employees or, or labor unions on this merger? Yeah, so there's been a lot of pushback on this deal from day one from the lawmakers. Labor unions are a big one. Um, other types of officials from all areas of government, national, local, et cetera, a lot of people are opposed to it. And part of the reason is because, you know, when this deal was announced last fall, we were in, you know, the depths of some very, very high inflation. And the number one place that Americans see inflation is in the grocery store aisles. So a lot of people were worried that, you know, creating this mega grocer would drive prices even higher because Mm -hmm. of, you know, monopolistic reasons. So these concerns are still there. The labor unions are worried about what would happen, um, you know, just as far as operations go, as far as funding this deal, how would that trickle down to employees, all that kind of 
nuance there. And again, those concerns are still there. Yeah. Kroger and Albertsons have come out and said a lot of things to try to appease people and um, massage those concerns. But, you know, the, the unions have come out since Friday and said, you know, we really want to see what this looks like. We really want to see how this plays out. We're still um, we still want to protect our workers. What are you hearing so far from from customers in general? Yeah, so it's mixed. You know, I think um, if if this, as we're seeing it now, if the majority of Marianas do change their names, you know, I'm hearing that it's it would cause some disruption. Um, but again, we don't know what it's all going to look like, and I think that people would not be too happy. The other thing that we're seeing happen is, you know, some of the private label brands that Kroger and Albertsons own would be sold off as part of this deal as well. So even if the stores don't change their brand name, you know, there could be changes that happen down in the aisle that consumers would notice. And, you know, again, people are very habitual with their grocery shopping, depending on where they shop, but also what they're buying, right? We're in a moment where a lot of people have shifted to private label brands um, as they try to save money amid the inflation that's still, you know, it's it's eased, but it's still uncomfortable. So I think that a lot of people would, um, you know, could eventually within the next three to five years, if this deal goes through, end up having to change a lot of habits. Yeah. Well, speaking of customers, let's hear from a few callers who have called us to to join the conversation. Here's John in Evanston. First up. Hey, John. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for covering this topic. Um, Sure. One thing I'm concerned about is uh, collusion. It seems to have always been sort of a problem that the grocery firms are sort of secretly deciding what to charge and when to bump their prices. We don't really have any control or say over that. I mean, lately you've been noticing things like what used to be a 12-pack for five ninety nine is suddenly an 8-pack for five ninety nine, And there's sort of these little secret ways that they end up figuring out a way to charge us more money. And I think if there's less competition, there's going to be a heck of a lot more of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. It sounds like you're talking about shrinkflation, something that we've discussed quite a bit here on the program. Have you been looking into that too, Allie? Yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I've learned about in this reporting process. Yeah, actually, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that's coming from the manufacturers, of course. You know, the Kraft Heinz, Mondelezes of the world. Um, they're having to offset the cost of their, you know, their price increases. But then, yeah, the grocery stores have a big role in it too. There's also fees that get charged among the grocery stores and the manufacturers. And you're exactly right. A lot of that customers have the transparency into. Let's hear from Tommy, who's calling from Oak Park. Hey, Tommy, welcome to the show. Hey there. What are your thoughts on this uh, this merger? I, you know, it's going to mess up Mariano's. I, I, I don't want them to do that. Uh, Mariano's is to me very unique. You know, you can go in there and get their homemade fresh gelato, or you can go in there and look at a piece of fish that's fresh and then have it cooked right there in front of you, basically. And I don't see nobody else doing that, and I don't want them to mess that kind of stuff up. So you want things to stay the way that they are. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Tommy and John. Uh, Ali, just so we're clear, as we were talking there about, you know, labor unions and employees, do we know for sure whether this merger would actually impact or hurt wages and competition? So that's a great question. So Kroger and Albertsons have both come out and um, try, you know, they've said it won't. They've said that, um, and the same with pricing, too. They said actually, you know, with our size, we will be able to use that to negotiate with our suppliers and get better prices for the um, for the customers. And we will continue to honor the union contracts and, and all of that good stuff. So, 
Um, like I said before, Kroger and Albertsons are doing everything they can to assuage some of the fears we're hearing from leaders, consumers, and workers, unions. So we don't know exactly how everything will play out, of course. So we're not sure when things could start to change for the average grocery store shopper? We are not sure. You know, Kroger says that they hope this deal will be done by sometime next year. Okay. And then I would imagine it would take a couple of years to kind of start implementing all the changes. We'll leave it there. That's Ali Marotti, senior reporter with Crane Chicago Business. Thanks for the update, Ali. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.